It always seems impossible until it's done. And that's a quote by Nelson Mandela in honor of Black History Month. Did we stop when it was done? Let's find out on The Mighty Anvil next. God, you are my smith. Forge me into the servant you would want me to be. Hit me hard enough to knock off the blemish and scale and impurities from my life. Draw out my life the length that you would have it. Make me tough enough to resist persecution and temper me so that I am hard enough to withstand my temptations. Lord, as I go through life, put me back in the fire from time to time to repair me from my blemishes from sin. And when my life is over and the fires of my life are all quenched, grant me a home with you in heaven. Amen. 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 Right on. Okay, so uh, the blemishing today. Uh, we, again, still looking for some emails from you guys. Podcast at gmail.com. You would think that I would get that right one day. We're still looking for the listeners' names. Uh, that contest is going to get two more weeks, guys. Um, and we'll uh, call it out. So far, we have our current entries. Uh, Dan gave us the strikers. Pat, we've uh, gotten the blacksmiths from Jorge. We got the hammers. Gabe gave us anvilers, and Linda gave us iron workers. In a couple of weeks, we start divine fingerprint. Your divine fingerprint. Your divine fingerprint. That's April tenth. So there is a link in the show notes that will take you to where you can get that book if you want to follow along with us. Also, we have a giveaway because who doesn't like free stuff? <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't like free stuff? giveaway oh yeah okay I, oh hey I, I, when i was like we're not giving quite the fingerprint away that's <laughs> gonna be on you guys uh thank you for lightening the moment and kind of making me laugh this morning so also we have a giveaway because who doesn't like a giveaway because who doesn't like free stuff <laughs> all right uh the new book by gary uh gregory uh, super fantastic process so if you email us at mighty anvil podcast at gmail.com i got it right that time with the answer to these questions on the cover of the book, it speaks about becoming salt of the earth, becoming a salt of the earth leader. What verse did Jesus call the disciples salt of the earth? And what else did he call them in the next verse? So email us uh, the answers and we'll get a uh, signed copy. How about that, guys? Ooh. I'm going to tell you, so uh, bringing in our guest today, I cannot tell you how forward I've been looking to listening to this gentleman and what he brings to the table. When, you know, Sol Khan talks about discipline, and this guy is the epitome of discipline from what I know. So we're about to find out today, and there's a couple of reasons why I have asked him outside of Sol Khan. He doesn't know this yet. This is going to be a little surprise, uh, surprise questioning. But there's a reason why I've, I've had him on today um, and talking about that, that discipline he brings to the table. Not only that, but he will greet you with a smile and a hug every time I see every him. Every single this guy time. Just, uh, he, that, that's a part of Jesus, among other parts, that he really brings and makes you feel loved and honored everywhere, every, whenever, whenever you see him. So, Frank Obringer. Did I say that last name right? You did. Because I'll tell you, there's in my past life, I don't know if it's so past, but there's a beer called uh, 
Uh, it's it's a different beer, and it's real close to that name, and it's always thrown me off in that name. But Frank Obringer, welcome to the show. Well, I, I had a coach at a very young age that used to call me Obadinger. Uh, so, yeah, you did really good, Scott. <laughs> right on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, church life, favorite, or I, we really, core values is a huge part of this, uh, this show. So your core values um, and a core verse that you live by. Oh, excellent. Um, I'm a Christ follower, I guess, uh, first and foremost. And uh, Pastor has talked about this transformation uh, starting last year. And uh, I really believe I am uh, in metamorphosis. Uh, I think I'm the gooey part right now, uh, and uh, but uh, most importantly, you know, I'm a husband, uh, I'm a dad, uh, pap uh, to, to five grandchildren, uh, um, a friend, a brother, um, coach, and a pretty pretty good employee. Been with the same company for 27 years. Nice. So. You know, that's not. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. not heard of much anymore no. with the younger generations. I think that uh, you turn that or the, the turnovers. I wouldn't say like five or 10 years, but, you know, getting uh, maybe 10, 15 years, people are starting to yeah. look for new jobs and looking for other other places to go to. Sure. Um, core verse that you uh, live by? Um, so Philippians uh, 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I think that really uh, was appropriate, too, during Hell Week uh, <laughs> as, uh, you know, we get into the book. Uh, you know, that's, uh, again, it's something that I've had on, on my uh, list of, uh, Fourth time through Sulcon. So, Fourth time through. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. But yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting. Uh, and verse. Um, so in regards to. Oh. Your, uh, your core verse. Oh. So uh, in, I thought you said core value. So. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so. Sorry. We did that. Yeah. That's my bad. I'm <laughs> squirrels all over the place today. <laughs> yes. We already discussed, we said, discussed that. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, uh, why Elevate Life is such a, a great, Elevate Life Church is such a, a great alignment for me, uh, honor. So that is uh, uh, one that uh, was taught to me at a very, very early age with my, my family. We'll talk a little bit about that, but uh, honor. Right, honor, okay. Um, right. Yeah, kick us off, Alan. So uh, one of the questions I always like to ask in the very beginning is, who did you invite to the next round of SoulCon after you completed yours, and Why? Yeah, so um, my son, um, stepson, uh, and, you know, what it showed me, again, you talked about discipline, but it is having the brothers, I think, that uh, stand beside you as you're going through these challenges, as you're talking about difficult subjects. Uh, I wanted him to experience that, um, but uh, we're probably going to have to do uh, five or six rounds and maybe to get him there. (laughs) I think that's going to be coming through uh, even my life. I'm uh, on 10 and I'm still not getting this thing down as, as you know, it's, it's a different focus for each one. So absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, how old is he? Uh, 36. 36. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it takes about 40s when I started, uh, you know, it, it kicking in for me and understanding, understanding the way that life needed to be. So we'll yeah. give him a little grace, right? Yeah. Was it oh, tough to yeah. keep him accountable? Um, he hasn't gone through it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's tough to keep me accountable. So. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, well, I mean, the entire process is not easy. Simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is the week where we start to lose people, too. Uh, yeah. Well, last week was where check-ins become fewer. Um, then you wonder where they are at all after that and if they're uh, fully in. So, yeah, it is it, the accountability. That's, that's why you go through this with a couple of people because it, you know, this is the week where it starts to fall off. 
Yeah, it was um, one of the things that uh, there was a quote um, from this uh, week four's uh, uh, learn teachings, and it was by Napoleon Hill, and it says, "If you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self." And I just thought that was just so powerful. It was one of those ones where you pause, you reread it, and mm-hmm. you read it again. I go, "If you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by yourself." Yeah, I by think self. I think that was my well. That might not. It was it Napoleon Hill. Yeah, yeah it's Napoleon yeah. Hill. Yeah, that's it. It's true. It's true. If you can't con- that that discipline, and it's hard. You got to get it in yourself before <laughs> before you uh, get through it. Uh, biggest takeaway. You know what? Um, consistency. You know, as far as um, what I experienced, and, and the run was really difficult. Uh, a lot of the guys, you know, know that I I'm a biker i like to bike uh and the reason <clears throat> was because i had an injury in my 20s uh with my knee okay. and you know torn ligaments and so running is really painful and you know you, you i'll see runners and it looked like they're grimacing when they're you know running i'm driving in my car you know and I, <laughs> oh, I, I, I know that feeling you know and so i couldn't tell you how excited I was to go uh, on my bike ride uh, the day of the run. And so as I'm driving home, I said, you know what? I'm going to run today. And I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and I took that run and, and it, it was painful, um, but I wouldn't stop. And, and I focused, you know, as I was going on, on Jesus, I thought about, you know, what he went through, uh, you know, everything from the book, you know, tells you this, you know, focus on that. And, uh, it was great. It, it felt really good that I did it. I did not do it again after, uh, that, that, that time, but, uh, I, there was something that I needed to feel. Uh, it was, like I said, if I would have went on the bike ride, I wanted to do it. I, I, I was happy to do it. You know, I'll, I'll push myself, but it wasn't the same as doing something that I didn't want to do. No, I, I totally follow you. Um, just for the audience and for the sake of understanding why the knees hurt or why it hurts a little bit to run, how old are you? Um, 59. 59. And uh, something I've been mentioning lately, and it's just weird, those milestones in life where they yeah. say, you know, at 40, you're going to lose your eyes. And, right. And no, no. It is... No, no. I'm not going to speak that over anybody. Sorry. <laughs> but I've noticed them for me. Uh, I'm just, I'm about to turn 51. And the running two years ago got to be a passion of mine. A uh, little bit of, a little bit of pain, a little bit. But for the most part, I enjoyed running more. But uh, this round, my recovery rate on my, my knees and, and those joints uh, we're there. It's a little bit longer. It's actually two days uh, of of time, and I don't I don't run as much as I used to. Uh, hopefully, I can fix things on what we're about to talk about here in a little while. Alan, yes. Uh, so one question I also like to ask, and I hope it doesn't become too repetitive, because I, what I guess I'm trying to point out is that as men, we all have our own struggles. So men, if you're out there and women, um, you're not alone in whatever it is that you might be struggling with. So with that being said, uh, Frank, as a man after God, what do you struggle with? This world. I mean, it's everything in this world. 
is about stuff and things and I don't I, I know um, in the teaching this week of week four uh, specifically it's pornography and and that's really really difficult and oh my gosh I was like Scott why'd you pick me for this week <laughs> uh, I was like did I do something uh, but um, I think you could fill um, the void that people are trying to fill with any of the the sins that we find ourselves doing uh, it's all there's an emptiness and we're trying to fill it with something um, I actually thought of the the old church song um, in one of the verses when it I used to do a little but a little wouldn't do it so the little got more and more that is not a church song <laughs> but, but it's this world right and and we justify just a little bit and in the next thing we know we're so deep in this hole and it's dark and we can't get out um the the trouble with in my opinion um the wording that uh, you know gave me some notes to to look at coming over here and, and you used the word struggle I didn't struggle with pornography. It was easy, right? <laughs> because it was all around us. It, I grew up in a time where at work, there were posters of naked women on the wall. And it was acceptable, which is crazy to think in today's world. But, you know, that, that not cool banker. <laughs> that, was, that was pre-cool banker, very young uh, in my 20s. But it was a family-owned company, and there was just... It was just okay. And I, I think of, you know, just again, I actually looked the word up, you know, knowing I was going to come on this and you guys may ask about it. But, you know, pornography is the, is such a broad word. If you look at the definition, it is the idea of anything that solicits a sexual arousal. So I remember, you know, Playboy was big when, when I was young. And, you know, it was, it was cool, right? And, you know, guys, I remember saying it myself, oh, I just got Playboy to read the articles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's what I always got it for. And, and so, you know, you think of the images and the, the videos and what people don't realize when they consume that that your brain is like this file cabinet and it, and it stores these images and you could just be going along just having a normal day and something triggers and all of a sudden there's this image that pops up in your head and it may be while you're being intimate with your wife or you know while you're you're again doing anything and and that's the danger of it so what i have done to avoid struggling with it is I avoid it altogether. I don't just, you know, the, and it's hard because you think even I'll be watching a, a TV show with the family and all of a sudden a commercial will come on. Uh, and, and again, not to throw Victoria's Secrets under the, you know, the, the bus, but I'll look at those images and uh, it is specifically to, to create a sexual arousal. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's the that's the perfect definition of what you just or you know, it's what you just said is the definition of, of pornography and you know it's not only it's not only images uh, but it's it's literature too they yeah. you know like you said the articles I'm not sure 
I don't, honestly, I don't even know if I read the articles back in the day. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure that some of those articles were in there to elicit the same response. It wasn't just images, but it was words on a page. So, man, that's some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you also think about the height of social media and where we're at, everybody is on their phone. Everybody has a literally a computer that is obvious, oftentimes more expensive than our desktops. But we literally have a computing device in our hands that we can look up anything we want to at any time, at any moment. It doesn't matter. You're in the elevator. You're waiting in traffic. I've seen people driving down the road, and they're watching YouTube videos on their phone. And... You know, with, uh, so going back to social media, you know, you've got Instagram, you've got Facebook, and I'm—I have an Instagram account. I have three of them. I will follow an energy drink company, and but you can't go two or three posts without seeing some bikini-clad model or, you know, uh, a muscle-bound guy, no shirt, and he's you know rippling abs and all that, and have. And not it, it's it's hard to avoid. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, I was trying to get my daughter to change the way she dressed. Uh, I thought it was the shorts were way too short. You know, so um, she she said, "Hey, oh, I sent her some pictures of some models that were probably in their third, maybe late twenties, early thirties, and they dressed in shorts, but you could go to a event." Uh, you know, for business or whatever. And I thought that they looked respectable, right? And she, I sent those pictures and it's like, look, what's wrong with these? And she goes, they're nice, Dad, but those are older women. You know, she was maybe 15, 16 years old. And so she didn't want to look that old. Funny how that's changed. <laughs> but but she goes, Dad, why don't you look up, uh, look up some kid, look up some clothes with kids my age. And I was really disturbed in today's world, the images weren't of girls just wearing short shorts that would appeal to these young ladies, but it was the poses that they were put in as, a, as, as opposed to what the older women, were, how they were posing for the camera. It was really disturbing on these girls were bent over, kind of, you know, looking, trying to look cute or whatever. And I'm like, this, it was... For those who have daughters coming up, there it's it's very disturbing on the images that the older women were throwing up or throwing out, and then the younger women were. It was just it was really disturbing to me. Um, yeah, man, I would have to say there's going to be a highlights podcast in the future of of what you know what different people brought. And your answer to how do you struggle today and you say in the world, uh, you almost made my eyes sweat because there is more to that statement than what is what it looks like on the surface that was that was amazing that was an amazing answer and that one wasn't written down <laughs> <laughs> again it's where the it's where the holy spirit wants to take us right well as you were speaking about your daughter and you know i, I had a daughter who's now you know 35 years old but um and we have a brand new grandbaby who was born uh, just uh, in April of 20. So, you know, just uh, a short period of time ago, I do have concerns. You know, the, the old uh, saying, you know, sex sells mm-hmm. and, and that's this world, right? Uh, they know what sells and they, if it's clothes or, you know, a, an energy drink or whatever, they're going to slip that in there and they don't care who is looking. 
And and what's sad is, you know, how low the bar has been dropped. And I, I think in, you know, uh, my early years of, uh, I'll, I'll bring up Gilligan's Island as oh, a, yeah. a young, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember the word. <laughs> Who did you like more, Marianne or Ginger? Yeah. That's a nicer way of putting it than I did. <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is, you know, these these images you know do get imprinted and they do um, cause us to to have reaction in regards to the 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 phone and the I have a company um, issued laptop right mm-hmm. and I use it every single day um, I have the ability to to bring it to my home and I will tell you I have never ever looked at anything on that company issued laptop never ever there's uh, there's never been any image that i have looked at that i would have a concern if my boss my um ceo were again fortune 500 company um i would have no problem at all them going through everything i've ever looked at on that computer why don't we know that god is looking at everything <laughs> that we look at <laughs> on whatever device we're wow. on. That's a solid kick uh, right in the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good way of putting it. Something that I heard uh, a couple years ago from the stage was, you know, if I am going to walk into a place, uh, I imagine myself holding my son's hand or my daughter's hand. And would I walk into that place with them holding their hand? Not just me alone, you know, sure, I can make those decisions. I'm going to go in there and I don't have a problem going into and looking at whatever. But if my son or my, my kids are with me, am I going to make those same, same decisions? And that's helped me, that's helped me you know, stay out of the, uh, the bars that might have some uh, lingerie or less going on as well. So. so as men, how do we stay on course? It's a, it's a choice. Um, I don't know if it came through SoulCon or I actually believe it was a a guest speaker uh, at Elevate Life one time that came in and he was talking about his life and he said these words and they've stuck with me. And and this is probably five, six years ago. And those words were, I love God more than I love that. And I have found myself saying those words out loud in circumstances where I'm trying to to fill that hole that we all have with something that I shouldn't be filling it with. Mm. And I'll stop. And I'll just, I, I love God more than I love that. I love Jesus more than I love that. That's They're good. powerful words. It's a good tool. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the phone, I, and I will, I will tell you, um, it's usually when we're alone, right? When nobody, <laughs> when we think nobody can see us. Yeah. And one of those things is, is the bathroom. So if you struggle with it, you know, if you were looking for a suggestion or a tip, leave your phone in the living room. Don't take it into the bathroom with you where you close a door and you're sitting alone and you think nobody's watching. I think you just said what someone is actually. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. So in this uh, week, we uh, some of the things that we wanted to do was encourage other people. Uh, what is what did what did that look like for you uh, for this week? How did you encourage anybody? Um, I used to to say 
that, you know, I preach the Bible every day uh, and then when necessary, use words. For whatever reason, this past year coming through COVID, through all of the challenges, through people, you know, really being scared, people um, losing their jobs, finding themselves in, in difficult situations, I am finding myself praying for people out loud, stopping uh, in in the midst of my job, which, you know, in the past, I was always hesitant to, to, to say Jesus, to say God. And this year, especially, there has been a transformation. My job changed a little bit, which I, I think that opened the door for me to um, my evangelism to even be larger. But... Um, I'd kind of thrown caution to the wind on that one. Uh, you know, I don't think there's a meeting that I host, and I host meetings every single day, that I don't say, uh, God bless you, thank you, um, you know, give praise, honor to, to our Father uh, mm-hmm. for the opportunities that, you know, we're finding ourselves in. I'm, I'm in the real estate industry, and, you know, who would think through a pandemic that we had one of the best years that our industry has ever seen and prices and you know it's just crazy the biggest problem we have is you know not enough inventory for people you know Mm. people are yeah it's it's unheard of and in you know 2019 was an incredible year our um, and this is all of dallas fort worth Our, our sales were you know up over 2019 in 2020 when the you know place was shut down for what three months you know pretty solid so wow right on i'm glad to hear that yeah and dan north did that answer today this week's question just uh, just asking out loud asking for a friend yeah so we got um alan you got the next question yeah have you found that um going through SoulCon? have you found that your prayer life is the the way that you pray has changed uh, definitely um because of pain because of being intentional um, every single day, you know, being into a reading, having the men, uh, you know, we, we use the, the group me and having the men, uh, you know, some accountability. It, it's, you know, it's there, you know, you, you have to do it. Um, what I have found for me is that, you know, I am talking with Jesus, asking for direction and help um and you know the challenges are hard like i said that run was brutal i i uh, i think it was uh the the guy who did the um the tightrope over the grand canyon he was from florida nick luenda or something yeah. like that was mm-hmm. the guy's name and they they televised it right live and he said Jesus more times in, in a <laughs> hour, that. like, you know, whatever it took to get across there. I, I did that in the run. You know, I was like, Jesus, please help Jesus, me. Please, Jesus. Jesus, please help me. And and that there's power in that name. And, and it did help me. And like I said, uh, you know, one of the other challenges is the ice bath. Now, I, I might have cheated a little bit because I did that ice bath after that run. I knew I was going to be hurting Mm -hmm. and I've done ice baths before. I think the last few times I did soul con, it was summertime. Okay. (laughs) And you put the ice in the the water that's coming out of your bathtub. It's not so bad, right? Right. That ice ice melts pretty quick. (laughs) quick. It doesn't melt that quick 
today. You no. Know? And, and I, I, I actually put in the group me that my teeth were chattering, my bones were shaking, and it, but it, I knew that it was for my good. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I was struggling. I did the, I think I actually did 11 minutes in, in the tub and I was struggling, but I knew there was a benefit for doing it that I wouldn't ache the next three days if I just went through 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and it was true. I, I actually felt really good. I went on a power bike ride the next day after that run. Wow. And, and the reason I was able to do it is because I, I took the pain. You know, one of the things that uh, there's a, a line in one of the songs I'm listening to the past couple of weeks, it says, D- Jesus or God did not promise to make our life easier. He made us, or he promised us to become better. And that's with him, right? So I think that in that pain that you're talking about, the cold, the bath, the cold bath, um, I think that's, there's, like you said, there's, there's good out of that pain. It helps you in, in a way that you didn't think you would be before. Uh, funny story. I don't know if it's really funny, but uh, in the in the comment section, there will be a link to a YouTube channel uh, this week uh, after uh, the Mighty Man uh, gathering. There's a group of us going to uh, Trey Sheraton's uh, house and going to go jump in the pool. And it is uh, when I woke up, it was 42 degrees this morning. Uh, so 45 now. 45 degrees right now. So yeah, <laughs> if y'all want to have some fun. Looking at some guys freezing in, in a pool, then yes, uh, there will be a link in, in, in the show notes. Now, nobody told me this was going to be televised. <laughs> Were you afraid of shrinkage? Oh, I'm boy. sorry. This, <laughs> is, this is not the place for that. I may clip that out. Sorry. <clears throat> Did you find yourself uh, leaning on God during your time through SoulCon? Oh, absolutely. Um, looking to become closer to God. So, I mean, that, that's intentional. I mean, when you do this, and again, I think sometimes you know, guys do it the first time and they don't know what you're going to get in. It, you know, as I mentioned, I'm fourth time through. I know what this is. I know there's pain. I know there is discipline. I know there's accountability. And they're all things that, you know, a lot of people avoid like the plague, right? Yeah. Next question for me was uh, another challenge this week uh, was how did you pursue your wife? I actually took her to a date uh, this this weekend or last night. Uh, we went to go see we went to go hang out with the devil, like I like I'm saying. <laughs> it was actually uh, what a perfect uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what session we, for us because I know there's some visuals in there that uh, <laughs> may come back this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was quite it was quite a little circus that we went to. Um, it was called the paranormal circus. But yeah, it, there was some. It was. It was. I'll just pray for you. <laughs> Everybody, please pray for me. <laughs> so, how did you pursue your wife this week? Um, I know what my wife loves, and at different seasons, there's different things. And right now, there is no greater love that my wife has than her grandbabies. It is everything to her. And I I think she wants to, again, she always says, well, they remember me. Because, you know, Karen's actually two years older than me. So, you know, and and the pains are coming quicker. I'm married to a 60-year-old, you know. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. uh, I'll get that out. Yeah, thank you for that. But 
you think things differently as you get older. There's no doubt about it. And and so um, she wants those those kids to remember really great times and and things and you know she tries to remember her childhood and and she goes I don't remember you know there's there's you know I don't remember four years old and five years old there's maybe a glimpse of something but you know she wants them to remember and so how I pursue my wife is because she loves this so much, I try to make it available. You know, if she says, hey, do, do you mind or do you want to do this? I know that the more I can, you know, engage and, and bring them into our family, into our home to do things with it, it's going to make her happy. And so. <laughs> See why I brought this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Holy, that, 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 that heart of his is amazing. Yeah. Um, we are running up against time. But sure. before we. Um, before we go any, f- I want to make sure that I get this in. So one of the reasons, Frank, that I asked you to come on today, I was intentional about this because um, two weeks ago I was put on high blood pressure medicine, and I don't want to. It's not something I, I'm I want to do. I need to make those difficult choices of a healthier lifestyle, yeah. or I can continue on the lifestyle and just take a pill. But is that what I want to do? Do I want to continue to eat like I want to eat? Or do I and, and continue to take the pill, or do I not want to take the pill and make those hard decisions that I that I need to make? To sure. I mean, that's what this thing is all about. From what I know about you, I think there was an opportunity in your life to that, that same crossroad, and you currently have made that the choice uh, of not taking the pill. I, you can go a little bit deeper. This is just a high <clears throat> level that I know of. Sure, but you made that choice and that discipline is kicked in to where that's that's what you do so if you can kind of elaborate more kind of give more on that what i just kind of vaguely mentioned yeah no um 15 years uh vegetarian so you know there's a discipline to that it's a lot easier to be a vegetarian today Um, my cholesterol was a a little bit high it wasn't crazy high but um, my wife, who has been a vegetarian for 25 years, said, you know, if you stop eating those steaks and hamburgers, you know, that uh, your cholesterol would pretty much drop instantly. And as always, Karen was right. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> just, just, yeah, just listen to her. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's been amazing. And I do get a lot of folks that say, hey, you don't look, you know, 59 years old and you don't act 59 years old. And, and you know, I do believe that the healthy eating um, is is a big part of it. Um, we've tried to figure out the exact date that it happened, but it's probably been eight years since I had a, a drink of any alcohol. Um, we won't even do wine, uh, anything. So um, that was, a, again, a difficult choice for especially me in an industry where you know, I, I'm buying, you know, the, the drinks for the, the room, you know, and uh, that was a, a pretty regular thing that I was expected to do. And, you know, I would get a glass of cranberry on the rocks, you know, with a, a lime twist in it. And, you know, guys have a good time. And but um, it, it's I am so glad that I've made these these tough you know, choices. And as with SoulCon, it is a lifestyle. 
Uh, it is a choice. Uh, even you know the simple uh, getting out of bed to your knees. I, I have an army roll out of bed to my knees. That is a lifestyle. I that is autopilot. I don't think about it. I don't have to, you know. Hey, how's my my day going to start? It, it literally is an army roll to my knees, and I say, you know, my our father, and that started with Solcon. Um, but the as you do something for so long, it, it just becomes natural and it isn't hard. And I think today um, there is a lot of focus on healthy eating and it's, it's pretty easy to do even in restaurants where in the past it was tough. You had to really you know, be careful what restaurants you even went to because they didn't have options for you. Right. And this yeah. week I went to uh, celebrate <clears throat> Gabe's birthday uh, in the morning. We went to some, I forget what the name. Honey. Uh, no, I didn't no. go to that one. Oh, I oh, totally oh. missed that. That was the day before his birthday, and I was thinking birthday time. So uh, where did we go for for your uh, for the birthday breakfast? Barney's Brunch House. Oh, uh, one of my favorites. I've never heard there, of Barney's man. Brunch House. They oh, have go, a plate there called the Bikini Breakfast, and uh, I partaked in the Bikini Breakfast. So that's white eggs. Mm-hmm. That is turkey, bacon, and a fruit cup, and uh, well, okay. it's pretty pretty good. I put enough pepper on there for those eggs to, to taste anything, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had to have some flavor somewhere. <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, it's been a you know it's been something I've been struggling with the past couple of weeks is what what path do I want to take? I'm not sure I want to go full vegetarian. I mean, no one goes full vegetarian. Movie quote: If you don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, but you know, making the the wiser choices, maybe going with turkey, uh, more chicken, and man, I'm not sure I can give up the the steaks or the hamburgers, but have those f- fewer and far far between each each time. So just trying to make those decisions, and I guess I'll be taking a pill until I make that choice, and hopefully I can bring that blood pressure down and and live a different lifestyle. Um, I'm believing that you'll be able to do it. Right on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. You could just talk to Karen. Talk to Karen. <laughs> what is, uh, what's your favorite uh, uh, vegetarian meal? What's the one thing you really turn, you know, that's, that's the highlight. That's your chicken fried steak of vegetarianism. Oh, my gosh. There, there's, she is such a good cook. And, um, you know, favorite. I, I, I am a pasta guy, which is not the healthiest. But uh, she, is, she has done some, some incredible bowls lately uh with couscous and you know asparagus and you know tomatoes and just so many different flavors you know i I find myself taking a bite and it's it's like explodes in your mouth Mm -hmm. um and and when you mentioned barney's which was one of my favorite uh, restaurants also i did not know about the bikini but on that same mess uh on that same menu there is a waffle uh fruit explosion uh that i will tell you it is not healthy they put a cream sauce on it and the, like the massive waffle it has to be you know 2,000 calories in, in daily one recommended yeah. yeah so you talk about choices you have both of those on the same menu and, and you chose the right one I will tell you uh, Gabe didn't didn't make it easy on me he had uh, some birthday pancakes yeah, and pancakes uh, are crazy. they had uh, happy birthday 
well, a little birthday sprinkling of icing on top of that with oh, yeah. fruity pebbles mm. on top of that. Oh, I'm like, oh, pebbles. come on. Yeah, I dude. will destroy a box of fruity pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Hey, so when uh, going through your normal everyday life, and I think you kind of touched on this already, but I just wanted to ask a question. What what does it look like? What do, you, what do the opportunities look like for you to tell people about Jesus? Yeah, so in, in my role, um, you know, I've been licensed in real estate in three states and you find yourself in people's homes you you find yourself you know having conversations with folks and as i said you know the big thing um that i have seen is a change in me um i call them little nudges that Mm -hmm. i get and it is absolutely the holy spirit um in the past i didn't always follow those nudges like I'd get this little nudge to you know ask the question or you could see it on their face say something and I would walk away um today I I just stop (laughs) uh you know he had to hit me over the head a few times you know I like drive two blocks I saw the person turn around and go back you know uh that 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 type of a nudge and um I'm getting them daily and and i will stop and i will pray uh that's the big thing that i i do i I tell people and i'm a prayer warrior just let's let's pray right now that's huge Um, yeah no that's that's amazing i i get those nudges too and then but the the flesh of me is like yeah but you know do you really want to do that do you really you, you know are you more are you confident enough to have that discussion afterwards and i don't know that i had been i do listen to them more off more often than i used to but I still have, I still miss some opportunities and you know, that's, that's me and I'm going to have to answer for those. But, uh, thanks for that. I will, uh, I will definitely focus on that more and not, not, it might take a couple of sledgehammers and not just a <laughs> nudge, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to back up cause you kind of touched on something that I feel is important to bring up. Um, when you were talking about how you've made the decision to stop drinking alcohol, yes. uh, some time back and also going even further back when we were talking about, uh, you know, the elephant in the room. Uh, the question that I have is for, as men, we are expected to act a certain way. We're expected to, you know, have these urges, if you want to call them. And if we don't act this way, then by our other peers, normally that's the guy that, get made, that gets made fun of. He's the one that's isolated. He's the one that's outcast. Like, oh, you know, Steve's a little weird. Uh, how do we as men stay the course at that point and go, this is the decision I'm going to make, regardless of, you know, what the rest of the guys at, at the office think? Wow. Um, we know the victory's been won, right? Yeah. We know there are roles and we've been given the the playbook and we have to make a choice on which way we're going to go those guys that are making fun of us are going to lose right because the victory's been done mm-hmm. you know so do you want to be on that team or do you want to be on that i'll go back to what i said i love god more than i love to be in that cool group yeah i i love god more than <clears throat> that it, whatever just you can plug that in for whatever i like that i mean that's that it fit somewhere else earlier in in our discussion but it definitely fits like yeah what why am i worried about what these people think 
when I should be worried about what God thinks. And that's good. Uh, that's good. Man, we, <laughs> we've already passed my, my time. I, I feel like you've got, again, everybody who comes out here scrolls and like, well, I got so much more here. So, Frank, I definitely guarantee you, you're going to be asked to come back on with that wisdom that you brought today. And when we have that highlight reel, what you said on, you know, your struggle, that <laughs> that's going to be on it because that, that definitely hit home. Yeah. But um, one of the things that we do here is uh, we have our uh, guests pray us out. Oh, we got announcements. Yes. So announcements for next week, we will be recapping chapter five with Brian Towers and then again, gentlemen, get ready for Max Week. Yeah, let's beat those numbers that we got the first Max Week. Yeah, yeah. So, Frank, if you would uh, bless us with uh, praying us out, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Awesome. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for these men coming here early in the morning to put you first. May we put you first in everything that we do, Lord, in all things. You are everything that we need there is no desire want that you cannot satisfy Mm. and i just pray that every man that listens to this recording that encounters the the entire group from from soulcon who are again chasing after you lord wanting to be closer to you lord that your love that your light will shine through them like a beacon cutting through the fog in the night, Lord. I just pray with all my heart um, for a revival in this, this, this world, Lord, not just this country, in this world, um, seeking after you, looking for you, desiring to be close, to be in your presence, to hear your voice, to see your face. And um, I am so thankful for this day and uh, for the opportunity to, to be, be here. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's that's good. All right, guys. Uh, Amblers, <clears throat> Amblers, uh, Smiths. Yeah. We'll see y'all. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs>